0: everybody, it's another episode of Go Flicks Yourself. My name is Ben Conowitz, and with me as always is the Squidward of my Spongebob, Bradford Omen.
1: Hey, that's me. Is that Squidward? I don't uh, know. I don't watch
0: Spongebob very much. like an old lady.
1: <laughs> which, uh, well, I'm Squidward. Uh, that's actually better. That's go. better.
0: Uh, which makes... Uh, you know what? You, you can be my Patrick Star any day, Nate. Nate Laux. Oh, I don't, I don't really... Yeah, see, I,
1: I should have been Patrick. Yeah, you could have done... Hi, that. Spongebob! Yeah, that was a good one.
0: Thank you. I, I, can you do I've a Squidward? Never. No. Okay, well then... And, and our Mr. Krabs special guest, Jeff Spanky. Hey, Jeff.
2: Oh, hey, everybody. That's that's my... Uh, it's good Mr. Krabs. It's a very
1: good, good Mr. Krabs bit. impression. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
2: Do
1: you, you want some Krabby Patties? That's what... Oh, me funny. money. Is that it? Oh, I, this is Mr. Krabs. Okay. I don't know. That's has go got up, real bad real People quick.
3: haven't turned off the podcast yet.
1: <laughs> this is how we start the show. <laughs> this is how we start the show. Uh, Jeff Spanky is my friend. This is the first time he's ever been on the podcast uh he's a friend from college how do you know how do you know jeff I, I met him at purdue university we both attended
0: any any mutual friends or
1: yeah so i knew uh his friend named kevin okay and he introduced me to jeff and then i became friends with jeff and now i'm friends with both jeff and kevin how do you f- ever call him kev or kevy some uh definitely never kevy because that's fucking weird you ever call uh, jeff
0: jay no i call him just, jeffy just though he calls me jeff
1: i call him jeffy <laughs> you ever call him el jeffy do you really right.
0: call him jeffy no what I jeff
2: that- how you doing buddy I'm, I'm fine, man. Um, how are you, Braddy? <laughs> hey, Good. Can, can we talk
3: to you, Jeff, about something? Um, oh, boy. Has Brad always yeah. been this irritable and
0: angry?
2: <laughs> um. Oh, no, no, no. No, no, no. He used to be a lot better. Um. <laughs> so I think it's I think it's gone downhill.
0: I, I heard a lot more bitter. That's what I heard. He used to be a lot more bitter? No, that makes sense. Better. He used oh. to be
2: more bitter. He used to be better at being bitter. Okay. Um, a, and now, better, now he's situation. the... Right now he's the jocular bearded fellow that we're we're seeing today.
1: Bad to the bone, Banana-na-na-na. Brad to the bone. To the bone.
0: <sighs> see, this is what. See, Jeff, you should really be here in person just to soak in all this horribleness. Oh, trust Do me. You guys
2: just want to come over to my house? And yes. You out? know what? Oh yeah. Let's can take we a pause. We'll
0: with, be there in three hours. Can we, we come
2: without Brad though? Yeah, yeah, Brad. Why don't you stay there and just clean up? And then I mean, you know
0: <laughs> <laughs> just clean up, just clean up a little. So this uh, is a fucking movie podcast, by yeah. the way. We talk. You know what? We're going to talk trailers. We're going to talk some the some, last movie, the last we, movie saw. we saw.
1: And uh, we're we're, we're going to play a, a game. Nope, not this time. We have a. We're going to play a game. Uh, who made the
0: game? I'll make up a game right now because mm-hmm. there's we don't do this episode. We don't play game. We don't. Oh, you're making me so uh, frustrated. Maybe we'll play a game. A, a round of Last Man Standing. One of the first episodes, I got yelled at for
3: suggesting we don't play a game. Exactly, and, yeah, and then Brad. But that was Brad before, Yelled at me so badly. But that was before, I cried for hours afterwards. That was
1: before you proposed the idea of having a fun like conversation at the end of the show, like we did with the with yeah, Brett Goldstein. Yeah, I, I do. Topic. I do
3: enjoy that. And Jeff, I heard
1: from some people, specifically friend of the podcast Charlie Young, that he really enjoyed that more than the game. Jeff,
0: oh, hey, the hey way Charlie, that works. The way awesome. that works, Jeff, is I if you Charlie. invite the guest on then you also write the game and mm-hmm. so since you were invited by brad we assumed that he would write the game i was like hey what game did you write And he goes nah, i didn't do that
1: yeah b- what they assumed was oh. that i would do my job yeah oh, because like, i've
3: been i've been doing huh. all the tech stuff like you know I, I was at brad i was at ben's house earlier trying to get and i was stuff going. i was
2: traveling for the show i was
1: recording another podcast oh come on
2: were you? I really I was. I was just told there'd be a game.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I did tell him that that we do play games. So we'll, yeah, we'll, we'll come run, up with we'll we'll understanding. We'll we play now, games Jeff, with hearts. Jeff would be very good at the games. Jeff, you you are a I what I would call a movie buff. Even though in our in our recent conversation we had, I heard that you haven't watched a lot of movies recently. Is it because well, you have kids, mean, Jeff? To you.
2: I have I have uh, a kid, yeah, and he takes a tremendous amount of time, yep. and so you know I've seen a lot of the movies, and I've listened to you boys, you know, do your podcast, and I gotta admit, I'm I'm playing right there with you. I know a lot of the the movies and the stories, but no, Brad, I don't <laughs> watch every movie out. Um, well, I don't watch every movie out. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, but you judge people as if you do. No, no, I judge you. Just Thank because. you, guys. Oh my God, it feels so good to be here. Yes, he does, doesn't he? Yeah,
3: it's
0: very he pretentious. It is what? very. It's very. Like, over, oh, it's oh. overbearing and pretentious. Oh,
3: oh Nicole Kidman's in that. Yeah, no. Did I tell you the time I
0: interviewed her?
1: I, mean, I haven't interviewed Nicole Kidman. I would I, love to,
0: Jeff. A little inside baseball here today, I literally texted Brad and Nate today and I said, oh, I didn't know that Robin from Stranger Things was Ethan Hawke's daughter. And Brad didn't say something like, oh, that's crazy. You didn't know that. He just instead replied also by the way and he pushed his glasses up and yep. he said it's uma thurman's daughter and she looks more like her anyway so it was very he put me in my place he got to feel good about himself for a minute it it, it that's basically what happens anytime yeah. i text anything what i think is fun i definitely novel.
1: i definitely said it like that and didn't say it as a, oh here's another fun fact for you
2: Piece so here's a, here's an actual fun fact this is not about me but a kid i went to middle school with i won't say his first name but his last name was hawk and in seventh grade he left for a week to go to a wedding and we were like, cool, dude, have fun at your wedding. And he comes back. He's Ethan Hawk's cousin. He went to Ethan Hawk and Uma Thurman's wedding. Wait, no, really? That's a, true, that's a true story. That is a true story. That's yes.
1: crazy. I can't believe you never told me that before.
2: <laughs> Why would he tell you that? To I told joke? you all the time. You just don't listen. <laughs> <laughs>
0: That's not even true. The 17th time he's told that story you, know, to
1: you. I'm not sure I want Jeff on the podcast anymore. I was really excited about it at first, but now it's it's going Before the opposite way. Before we go way. any
0: further, though, Jeff, we do have a very important thing. We always forget about this. Uh, we have a sponsor on the show. Mm-hmm. We need they, they literally write us a check wow. every week. And we got it this week, you know, who, who, uh, who gave us money, Brad?
1: This week's a big one, guys. This one is this is a rare one that uh, I've reached into, you know, the the pop vault, if you will. Did you
0: go back to Rocket Fizz?
1: I went back to Rocket Fizz. <laughs> uh, so I just, but I don't have to go back to Rocket Fizz because we have a Rocket Fizz in Valparaiso yeah, now. Yeah, okay. And so I went to the new Rocket Fizz and I got us, uh, you know, Melba's Fixins Strawberries and Cream Soda. What inspired by strawberries and cream? The dessert. Did you say Melba's Fixins? Melba's Fixins is the name of this brand. Is of this soda. another
0: one of Brittany's mom's aunt's best friends? You mixtures? would think so
1: because Melba is a very Utah name. Uh,
0: but, <laughs> but, but, but no, this is Melba's Fixins Strawberries and Cream Soda. Let, let me just give a little sip here. Right, oh, okay? Don't sip into the microphone, please. It's not even a sip. What are you doing? Uh, a that was that, a uh, chug-a-lug. <laughs> uh you know what that There's... was like you were playing a theremin
1: what, so, what you just know, happened there so oh theremin's like that that that, that like carousel yeah. whistle right?
0: yeah. oh,
1: oh that no that's like a theremin like, oh you put your hand in it and, yeah
0: okay i was talking about that's the slide why, whistle that's why i said it anyway sounded...
1: strawberries and cream soda so you know when you get the uh the artificial strawberry juice and chunks to make strawberry shortcake yourself
0: no uh, no you don't jeff that's jeff a you want to shit. chime in on that
2: no, that doesn't sound
1: like like a, a, <laughs> like a like a pouch of strawberry chunks and juice. <laughs>
0: <laughs> How did you take one of my favorite foods and just make it disgusting? Strawberries and
1: cream is one of your favorite foods. Strawberry, I love strawberries. <sighs> just, uh, what? Who the hell sits in? It? Yo, oh yeah, strawberries are one of my favorite foods. It is strawberries yeah, with out some out honey here. on them. Oh my the god! The strawberry cream fruits. soda is fine. <laughs> <laughs>
0: moving on so anyway, thanks for your fucking money marba <laughs> melba. Melba. melba melba get it right she's never gonna she's give us got money. a name jeff real quick what's the last movie that you saw buddy it doesn't have to be in the theater just the last one that you saw maybe with the kid the netflix the whatever by the way how, how old is your child
2: so it's a it's a well that's not a tough question he's 11 the, <laughs> so, so so i'm at this point as a parent where i'm like i'm trying to to expose him to all the movies that I used to watch when I was a kid. So I've actually been doing a lot of movies that I haven't seen in a while and I'm rewatching them again. So, uh, I mean, we can talk about that because to Brad's point, I don't get to see a lot of new movies. So we watched, um, minority report, uh, recently, um, Tim Burton's uh, big fish, recently I, i mean i'd love to talk about all those the the most recent movie i've seen for the first time was i watched 13 lives by directed by ron howard his his uh his new movie and the reason we watched that is because when cole my son and i went to go see the new thor movie that was actually one of the trailers we saw and i remember sitting in the theaters being like that looks really good and i appreciate ron howard's work so my wife and i a few weeks ago we we sat down and watched 13 lives. So that's, and that's the most not, recent movie I've seen that's new.
1: And what's 13 lives about again?
2: So it's uh, the true story of the 13 members of the uh, Thailand soccer team or football team that gets stuck in a cave for a number of days because of a, an unseasonal monsoon. And it's the story of the international effort to rescue these 13 people from a cave.
1: Okay, so it's not a prequel of 13 Ghosts. No. Thankfully. No,
2: or 13 Days, or 13 Days Later. Or 13 Going on 30. Or 13, no.
0: Or 13 Again. Yeah. That's what we're going to say. That's Correct. We,
2: or 13 Hours.
1: Secret,
0: 13 Again. <laughs> the Secret Lives of the Guys in the Cave.
2: Good. Uh, is there a 13th Floor? That, <laughs> there is. That's oh, all 13th, there. Floor, yeah. Yeah. The 13th Floor. 13th yeah, Floor? Yeah, 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 yeah. 13th Floor. Now, right. w-
1: how, was, how was this? Because I, I honestly haven't gone out of my way to watch it because I felt like, just knowing what the movie was about i've seen this movie before so but so is it so how is
2: it okay well so by you've seen this movie before you you mean probably like you've seen like the pe- like a paint by numbers people in peril, peril. Yeah, yeah
1: yeah people in peril survival right, drama right, right. Well, like, like well, we're gonna we're we, gonna, listen, rescue. We, we're gonna rescue. we've all
0: seen vertical limit okay
1: right perfect example thank you of a fine survival yeah. drama yeah.
2: Well, and the move right now that people make is like, it's, it's less about the, uh, the rescue itself and more about, we're going to cut away every five seconds to do like a backstory of these characters. Cause True. we really want to learn. And that is God weird that they had to do seven. that
0: 13 times.
2: Mm-hmm. <laughs> it was a, it was a three and a half hour movie. <laughs> um, it was, <laughs> it, was it was excruciating. <laughs> well, so, so I know we we're going to talk about trailers a little long, but when, when I saw this trailer, I thought it was cut in a really interesting way to, it, it made me think it was less about these kids. Um, and even less about the rescuers, and more just about the the process itself. So I did some digging uh, on kind of the production of it, and I looked at Ron Howard's body of work, and I'm like, you know what? I, tr- I trust I trust Obi Taylor. I think he's going to do a good <laughs> job here. Uh, and really, the movie was was much less about. To Brad's question, it was it was so much less about the human interest story, and, and really all about the task itself. So the comparison I would give is like if you've seen Apollo thirteen. There's the scene in Apollo 13 where they have to make the filter yes. to put the the cartridge in the round hole. And that scene's probably like forty five total seconds. Like if you really boil down the movie, it's probably like forty five seconds. That scene stretched out over two and a half hours is thirteen lives. So but we but don't did care that make about it, these kids. Did that make it good? It did because I'm not in a mood right now where I don't be
0: where I want to be forced to care about kids in a cave. He's yeah, he's got one kid and that's
1: enough. He doesn't need to care about oh, listen, it, I, twelve I, more. As, as
0: someone with no kids, I get it, man. They they yeah, that's that's no, gotta be a and, lot.
2: And for real, I think I think it's a cheap move. I think it's low-hanging fruit. I think it's I think it's super easy that's to true. do. And he did not do that at all. So we didn't know these kids' names, we didn't know their backstory. It was 13 people in a cave, and even the people who went into rescue and Vigo Mortensen uh, spearheads his campaign and then Colin Farrell's in it as well. So we have some big names, but even that we don't know their backstory, we don't know their, their history. It is very much a movie about
0: the process
2: and the, and the moment it's about, it's about overcoming adversity through smarts and science and ingenuity. And that really appealed to me. It was a, it was a refreshingly deliberate movie. How how much garbage out there, how much
0: Elon Musk was in the film?
2: That's
3: what I was going to wonder who plays him, who plays Elon Musk. He played himself, which I thought was an interesting
2: casting choice. Uh,
0: After SNL, he said, "I can do anything."
2: He it did, and the fact the fact that he was in every scene <laughs> for really no reason because he was not in Thailand at the time, he had nothing to do. It so they kind of uh, altered history a little bit, but it actually worked. So,
1: at any point, is there somebody who says, "How can I reach these kids?" Oh no, no. Uh, there's a they. <laughs> no. <laughs> <They're not. laughs>
3: Uh, Got him. So the film does get a a great rating. Like it has a good Rotten uh, Tomato score. Critics liked the movie uh, decently. I want to push back a little bit, though, on your guys' like paint by numbers thing, because sometimes I'm okay with paint by numbers. Oh, for sure. Like that. that, Like I know. Again, I know how the story ends because I know I remember the history of the story. Right. Um, So, you know, what's going to work out and what's not. But I'm okay to go through the process, Yeah, but
0: though. you you didn't like Titanic for that exact reason. Like, I know how it ends. The boat sinks. No, no, no. Titanic wasn't a real story, though.
3: <laughs> <laughs> like, it wasn't a real story.
1: Nate, so. Nate is a, uh, a conspiracy theorist and doesn't believe Titanic happened, so. He's
0: like, how, how does a boat sink with a flat earth? Icebergs don't met steel ships. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Jesus Christ.
0: Three and a half hours. You don't need a well, three and, and a half hour a movie.
2: But to be honest with you, that was the that was the toughest question going into it, because it's not only you know what happens, it's there's really nothing to it. I mean, with the Titanic, you you have the at least possibility of like visual spectacles in this great story. Th- these are kids in a cave and people divers went in and got them like that's that's what happened. So how do you make a movie out of that? And I, I think it's just a testament to direction and filming. I, I appreciate it because it was. A film that I don't think gets made enough, where the success is in how it was made and not the story they were telling. That's fair,
0: uh, and I just appreciated that. All right, so Jeff says Ron Howard bad storyteller. No, no, uh, what? I'm just, I'm just a joke. It's a joke. <laughs> oh, but, was a but joke it was a I joke, Brad. I haven't,
3: I haven't seen a lot of Viggo Mortensen lately. Like I don't remember a lot of films that he's been in. Um, what? Have you seen A History of Violence?
1: Oh, no, well, the Green lately. Book
3: green book honestly yeah that, that's best
1: picture winning green uh, e-
3: book?
0: we all say easy on that yeah.
1: uh, i'm sorry best picture is a prestige award and oh. they wouldn't give it to it if it did i'm just kidding <laughs> green book green
0: you couldn't book. go further than yeah, that no no,
1: no no i'm sorry i can't i can only lie so much any given day <laughs> um but no i mean the, the this is i guess this isn't super recent but like there's the road there's um gosh, yeah. that's what i'm saying like he, he's got be
3: pretty I know, low key like yeah he doesn't he's not putting them out like uh samuel jackson is right you know
0: no, but I, I do like that, uh, basically, if I'm uh, paraphrasing uh, Jeff, Ron Howard is a talented enough filmmaker to make it about how the sausage is made and you're still really engaged in the, in the film
2: well and if you look at I think that's right and if you look at the movies that he's made um, especially in the last 15 or so years they're all movies where you you do kind of know the ending or at least it's about the idea of making the film Rush is is an example a lot of people you know under 40 aren't familiar with that story Oh, we we love Rush here
1: in this house we love Rush
0: no no he means the real story though in this house we love Rush (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> no the the movie's excellent but i, I, think, I think he's you saying mean, that like he, it, the real story of that he, No, Brad. brad not, loved
3: hillbilly not, elegy i think is what he really loved uh, Ron Howard film. oh yeah
1: that 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 gem <laughs> and we all love the da
0: vinci code right i mean well inferno <laughs> way up here but sure <laughs> uh no no okay well that's good uh brad um uh what do you think what do you think the last movie nate watched
1: was. Oh gosh, I don't know. I just I don't I don't want to play that game. Nate, uh <laughs> what,
3: what's the last movie you watched, buddy? So I was assigned the movie Freaky, um which is
0: a film that came out I think in 2020, it maybe did, 2019. Yeah. Um for those of you that don't know, we're, we're doing this new thing on the podcast where uh, you know Brad and Nate will uh, tell me what to watch and uh, Nate and, and me will tell Brad what to watch and you know, the cycle continues until we've all watched we all a tell movie each other to watch a movie every week that we've never seen.
3: Yeah. Uh Freaky is a film that came out in 2020. It stars um uh, Vince Vaughn and Catherine Newton and a couple other people you probably haven't seen. And uh, essentially, it's a take. It's like a whore take. So I, I compare it to like if if Scream and Halloween and Freaky Friday came together and had a baby somehow, this would be the film that came out of it.
1: Do you want to know what the, the essentially the elevator pitch was for you, this movie? Yeah, I do. Let, yeah, do you want to let him no, continue? No, no,
3: you know what, though? Brad asked a question and I'm I'm, I'm wanting him to educate and me. Because it,
1: it gives you tells you exactly what the movie is in the fewest words possible. The way they described it was Freaky Friday the 13th.
3: Yep. Very much so. Right. I, there was nothing new in this film. Um, So there was nothing anything in there that I'm like oh this is great. I've seen slasher comedies that are maybe maybe a little more fun. Here, here's where I liked it. I love I love Vince Vaughn. I, and, and I know that's controversial. I just do. I love Vince Vaughn. He makes me laugh. I don't love everything he's done, but you know, Wedding Crashers is one of my favorite comedies. Uh, Swingers is one of my favorite films. Old school. Uh, Yeah, I, I just, I really have a soft spot for Vince Vaughn. Is it
0: controversial to like Vince Vaughn?
3: Well, I think he's a Republican. I think he's got some. So it, it's maybe controversial views. to
0: who he hangs out with in his belief structure. Yeah, and but the I, movies that I, I he don't. Makes, I don't think everyone loves the movies
3: Vince Vaughn makes.
1: Do you? I would say in recent years
3: he's that, made more more bad
0: there. ones than good
1: ones. Honestly. That's what I'm saying.
3: And 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 honestly, some of that is probably my view of like Reddit influencing me because everyone's like, oh, freaking Vince Vaughn." But what is that Block ninety nine?
0: It was, that, great. That, that it was, was great. That was incredible. Yep. And that's a, was a recent great Vince Vaughn movie so.
3: Yeah, no, I agree. That's what I'm saying. And so I enjoy Vince Vaughn a lot and so I actually wanted him to be a little funnier here. Um th- there was more comedy I thought that they left on the
1: table. But I I uh, see. I liked it because I felt like I was fine with them leaning a little bit more into the slasher side yep. than the comedy side. Cause I, I really liked this movie because I, I um, do too. I want
3: to go on record. I did like this film a lot.
1: Even though you say that it doesn't really do anything new. I think it, I think the premise itself is new in a way because it takes this horror approach to body swapping that we haven't seen before. And that changes the dynamic a little bit. And so, and I also think that because the horror elements do genuinely feel like a horror movie, it the way it mixes with the comedy stuff, it it offers something that is refreshing.
3: Yeah, and, and I I understand when you when you kind of um, mold these genres together, right? You're gonna have to choose, make some directorial and yeah, write, writing decisions that are gonna go one way or the other. And obviously, they could do it much better than I would do it. Um, but I, I I thought there was some stuff that Vince Vaughn could have done comedically in that role, and he did some of it. Um, obviously, when you know Vince Vaughn's playing a seventeen-year-old, you know, like character, yeah, uh, girl character, it, it's pretty funny. You got the six-four guy that's you know balding and you know these kind of things. Um, who's swole- and he's also a psychopath murderer. Yeah, too. a psycho. You know, um, but he's not. Obviously, when he's playing the, the cheerleader type. But, but seeing
1: uh, him as that character exactly. doing that, yeah.
0: Um it's but, a b- better version of the 17-year-old girl trapped in a 50-year-old man's body. Uh, is it this or is it Jack Black? It's this. This is better than Jack Black's mm. performance in Jumanji? I'm not saying it's
1: better than his performance. Mm. I think that the movie is better, though. I'm not,
0: No, I'm, that's not the question,
1: though. I, I do a love a Jumanji,
3: um, but yes, I I think this is a... Probably a better film from start to finish. Again, yeah. um, yeah, not the question. Just uh, but better yes. performance. I, I honestly, Jack Black's performance there is really it's great. fantastic. Right, he's very funny. I, I, that it's Jack so. Black for me. He's. I think that.
1: I think Jack Black
3: did I, more with it. I honestly, think, yes, I think yes, he, yes, did he did, he did I more. I think
1: Jack it. Black is funnier doing it. I think Vince Vaughn's performance is better. But
3: I think Vin, that was my whole point. Is I think Vince Vaughn could have done more with it. Like I think he could have done. I don't want him to do Jack Black, but like you mm-hmm. know, there are some things that he could have done. Because he's capable if, of doing that would have been really funny.
1: I think if this movie was directed by you know, um, I don't know, like Ruben Fleischer of *Zombieland*, or yeah, like yeah, exa- exactly, or yep. you know, and Edgar Wright or someone like that, yep. then, then the comedy would have been tapped into more. But like I said, I'm fine with it being more of a horror movie than sure. a comedy.
0: Jeff, have you seen uh, *Freaky*? Any of you seen the *Jumanji* films? I've seen the *Jumanji* films. I've not seen *Freaky*. Did you enjoy Jack Black as a, a teenage girl in that? Did you think he did a good job? Serious question? I love the the the, the leading question there of, yeah. do you agree did, did with you me? Did you do a fantastic
2: job bad, or a
3: bad job? Was it your favorite role of 2020? No, I,
2: I, <laughs> I do think he did a good job. I'm just wondering, though, just to circle back to the idea of like what makes Vince Vaughn controversial, I'm just wondering if these sort of acting choices have sort of a shelf life to them. I'm just wondering if like we're going to culturally get out of a moment where men can be playing teenage girls. And again, I've not seen Freaky, so I can't speak to that at all. But I remember I mean, watching... I, i remember watching the the the, the um jumanji films and, and, and thinking they were great thinking jack black nailed it but do remember feeling that it seemed a little dated seemed a little like I agree with 90s that, yeah. style humor and i'm just i'm just wondering if like if we're wondering why are these these actors are being considered controversial it's because we're doing things that might be kind of a faux pas now i don't know so good performance
0: not great performance okay thank you
2: <laughs> uh, yeah, I'd say
0: an eight and a half. It yeah, absolutely. absolutely.
3: <laughs> so I, I did think this film was was good. I, I did enjoy this yeah. film. And, I, I like this I a lot. It was
1: good. Yep. I like this movie a lot. Uh, Brad, what did you watch? All the movies that we did assign each other. This one, we're we're sticking with uh, an October theme. So like horror movies, thrillers. So you saw October spooky Baby, spooky movies So I, wa- I watched October Sky.
0: Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so I watched The November Man.
1: <laughs> um, so I watched Frailty, uh, which is a movie directed by Bill Paxton, R.I.P. And uh this is a movie that came um came out a while ago. Um I wanna say it was uh nineteen no ninety wait, 96, six. Ben signed you this? Yeah. He did. I've never I've never even heard of this. Are you song. serious? It has a pretty uh, pretty solid like Audience, I uh, if you, I don't want to call it a fan base necessarily, but like it, it got some attention. Oh, it came on two thousand one.
3: Um, when anyway, you say frailty yeah,
0: to people of that, because again, saying, we've talked about this. I've watched every movie. There from was a guy 90, in 98
3: my through two thousand two, and that was the area I wasn't not watching any films. There was a guy in my in college, college I had in my
1: college dorm, my freshman year, who loved this movie, and I but I never got around to watching it. And so this movie uh, follows Bill Paxton as the father of two sons, uh, one of them like uh, like twelve or thirteen, and the other one like eight years old, something like that. Um, And suddenly, in the middle of the night, he has this premonition that God is talking to him and has tasked him and his sons uh, with killing demons who are living on Earth in the bodies of humans. Uh, This isn't done in a very, like, stylish, supernatural VFX way, like end of days or something like that. Uh, It's done in a very, like, Sundance indie style kind of package where uh, he gets what he says are these messages from God. He goes and hits people over the head with a lead pipe, brings them back to his house and cuts them up with an ax and does it in front of his sons and tells them this is what they have to do. This is what God wants them to do. And so of course his older son is like, doesn't buy into it, thinks that his dad's losing it, but the younger son is totally into it. And so, uh, it, it, this unfolds as uh as basically a story being told to an FBI agent by one um by the Matthew McConaughey as one of the brothers who is coming in to say I think my brother you know is the person who's behind th- these murders that you're looking for and so you hear the whole story, uh and it's um it's very interestingly done um I don't want to spoil anything about uh the the ending because it is a very uh, interesting ending it is a new release, <laughs> but no but it's the kind of movie though where you don't want the ending. Uh, spoil. And, and
0: it's one of those that maybe a lot of people missed.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Um So yeah, you like it? I I did. I did. I did like it. Um, I was so I was um expecting. I don't know. I was expecting a little bit more from it, but I wasn't disappointed that I didn't get didn't get what I expected. I, it was definitely more lower key than I anticipated, but I had, I was I was fine with that one all of a sudden
3: like it it, it never that never went up to like a hill for you or like was it was it just. What do you mean by that? Unpack that for me a little bit more.
1: Like, I think I was expecting it to have more to say because of the religious aspects okay. of it, right. but it leans more into being a, a lower-key genre movie. Okay. So there's not a point to it, necessarily. I, I don't want to say there's not a point to it because I think it does make you question some things and think about think about like things like that in a different way, especially how you perceive people who say that they are doing something because they've been mandated by God, but not necessarily in a way that is... Um, like, I don't know, full of significance necessarily, just in a way of like, oh, it would be crazy if the people who are doing things like yep. this actually, you know, like some stuff, stuff, stuff like that. Um, but
2: but yeah, Jeff, have you have you ever heard of or seen Frailty? Because this is an older movie. So. I've never even heard of it. but So, I I I want to say I saw it like when it came out because your description of it, um, and you said Matthew McConaughey was in it, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. I I do think I've seen that. I mean not not in any way that i can speak to it but yeah i i think i've seen it like in the late 90s on um probably like a vhs when i was like babysitting or something
1: yeah it definitely would have gotten a vhs release around this time
2: and i, I remember right, that right. they were
0: the, the the bill bill paxton is sitting around the kitchen table and like a wooden table talking to his two sons mm-hmm. in, in a few scenes and that's mm-hmm. it sticks out to mm-hmm. me that that's basically trying to convince the older one that this is truly God's plan and the younger one's all about it. Yeah. And that's where I remember thinking this is really, this part's really good. Like, I mean, so I guess, I mean, my question to you, Brad is
2: what do you think would be different about it if it were made today? Cause I think the, the topic of sort of devotion and the excesses of devotion is maybe more prevalent today than it was in the mid nineties. So like, how could you anticipate the the changes if it were made in 21 or 22
1: that's a good question um i feel like well first of all i don't even know if this movie would get made today um
0: okay. it's one of those that probably because of the the limited audience that it would reach at a box office probably yeah. wouldn't get made
1: today yeah and i think it it, okay. it, it probably would, it probably would end up at a film festival or something like that yeah. and it might drum up you know like a small audience and following and like people you know seeing it uh maybe in theaters but like nowadays it'd probably just be like a sh-
0: streaming release or if they remade it it would be like oh look at all the cool visual effects we can do that they're real de- he sees these demons and it's yeah. all cgi and it's like what do you
2: do
1: May- yeah maybe well, but would, like, it be
0: like a ne- would it be
2: like a limited series on netflix or something
1: you know when i was watching it i actually thought that it would be interesting if they could if they were to turn this concept into uh some kind of a limited series because there is a a procedural angle to it that they could do, and actually, it's something that they uh-huh. have kind of done in a procedural way. There was a, uh, not not in the in a completely different tone. I want to say too, there was a show on the CW called Reaper uh, that followed a guy uh-huh. who um made a deal with with the devil, and like all of a sudden he was forced to go around each episode and uh, send demons back to hell. Who like who the devil like had like a they had a debt or something like
0: that. Is that a Ron Howard thing, Reaper? <laughs> what is the What's the show Brad that, um, The uh, the After Party Is that with Tiffany Haddish
1: Yeah the, the murder mystery show yeah. on Apple so, so
0: take Frailty as a premise But you do it at the After Party style With like a version uh, Of this show is Every victim is their life And how they come to their end As the quote unquote demon And there's the over arc of the Bill Paxton character And his sons yeah. like interacting with them hmm. In certain ways
1: okay. I was thinking of it more of like a uh, did you ever see the sh- the CBS show Person of Interest?
0: Uh, yes, no, I, I'm, that, I'm, I'm a huge was that, NCIS fan. So no, that had no. Jesus in it, right? That Jesus Brad? in it. Is that Jim Caviezel? It did. It, did. Yeah. it was Jesus.
1: Yeah, yeah. It had Jesus. Jim Caviezel and the guy, and the guy, the, guy, the guy. No, Nate said it too.
0: But no, Jeff
2: just said it. Yeah, they both. Said I said Jim Caviezel, Brad. I got it first.
0: <laughs> Is that that's the game? That's the
1: game. And, and you've the, got three points. Well, right? we just
2: played a game. Good job.
1: <laughs> and it also had the guy who played Ben from Lost in it, uh, Michael Emerson. Yeah. Um, he still creeps me out. The show actually, so the show itself, what's interesting is like it was marketed and it started off as like this very typical procedural kind of show where it's like a, you know, picking up a person each week that they have to track down and, you know, do something with, but it had this incredible, incredibly interesting, and compelling serial aspect to it too, that kept Growing and growing as the show went on. Man,
0: I really thought you were making a joke. No, it's I'm CBS no, people, no, 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 I'm dead serious. Procedural drama. No, seriously, a show. Christ. But people love this show. No, and no seriously,
1: and it's really good too. It t- it takes a little while to really dig into the serial aspect of it, but once once it get you get into that, the show gets really. I was good. thinking
0: more like frailty, but like Blue Bloods
1: or Jag. <laughs> Did you say the last movie you saw?
0: Oh no, no. Yeah, oh, that's you part
3: of this podcast. Yeah, that's you guys. It's, don't
1: it's literally one third mm. of the podcast. Sometimes one fourth. <sighs>
3: Jeff,
0: Jeff, do you care? Jeff Cares.
1: yeah, I do.
3: <laughs> last watch, yeah, whatever. <laughs> I love it so much. Jeff, you're my favorite. By the way, no, last time you didn't, you didn't do these. Yeah, you
1: actually have a movie that you're supposed to talk about. I, that you're supposed to talk about in
0: the previous episode. I I watched both.
3: Okay,
1: so I let's did. do the. I did. Okay. So, so, I did. so let's start with the one that I have seven. Well, not not haven't seen, but the one that I I didn't watch intentionally because Nate assigned it. Oh,
0: both. sure, uh, um, and that was Force for the Trees. Oh boy. Oh, sorry. Uh, let me in. Let me in. No, you know you watched Let Me In. I did,
1: but that's what uh, I'm talking about. That's what oh, I want you to talk about first. Really? Yeah.
0: Oh, I thought you. I saw
1: the other one as well, so we'll talk about that. Oh, in
0: a second. I'm so sorry. He, I missed. He, he I just contribute. misread exactly what the fuck you He's were talking. Just, about.
1: I honestly said it in a really stupid way, so don't even <laughs> worry about it.
3: It was kind of confusing, but we can all contribute to the next one that you okay, saw. Okay. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Let me in. Right? Well, maybe
1: Jeff won't, but
3: uh, we'll see.
0: Have you seen Let Me In? No, no, not. not
1: uh,
2: God <laughs> damn it! <laughs>
3: uh, I have not seen Let Me In, though.
0: No, Let Me In. Uh, so the the best part of this film is Richard Jenkins, in my personal opinion. Well, I, I I just love him all always as the the father figure that's trying so hard to do certain things that are that are right. It's just he's so good in every role. Um, but yeah, it's it's. And I like this film because, I mean, I'm not going to spoil it. It's from 2010. But What's I'm it about? Gonna spoil anything. Um, oh, yeah. Sorry. I apologize. Uh, this this film uh, takes place in, let's say, 2010. Is it 2000? When does it take place?
3: Um, it was made in 2010. So. It's modern, though.
1: I don't remember if it's modern day or if it's set in the 80s.
0: Uh, the plot according to wikipedia that, is that march 1983 there you go. sorry I, I couldn't remember that part
1: i for some, uh, yeah for some reason, like i couldn't shake the fact that i thought it was in the 80s
0: i watched it and honestly I, I wanted to watch it immediately so i watched it right after our last podcast so it's been a week i'm sorry um but no Good. long story short uh it is a vampire movie where a young girl who is uh perpetually 13 let's say 10 11 12 13 befriends a young boy who's bullied at school and her father Richard Jenkins uh, is basically her caretaker and uh, he, they live in an apartment complex and the the young girl and the young boy that also lives there, they meet randomly. He's being bullied. He won't tell his parents, but he'll tell her, um, you know, it, it's, it's uh, throughout the course, you find out that she needs to drink blood to live. Richard Jenkins is killing people and bringing them back, draining their blood and, and allowing her to feast uh, and things go awry. And eventually, um and this is you know if it's 2010 i'm I'm not really keeping spoilers here too much um he passes away because and he allows her to drink his blood in the hospital room and and basically now she's on her own and uh it's this incredibly um there's a lot of nuance there about relationships and it's it's not necessarily a romantic movie but there's this like pre-pubescent, pubescent kind of like you know angsty yearning like I don't know where I fit in I, I'm being bullied what's going on this is somebody I connect with but she's different there, there's a lot of that going ben, on Ben would
1: you say that maybe it's a good coming of age movie
0: <sighs> I didn't want to
1: I
3: had I'd actually read a I have not seen this film but I, I hate coming of age movies
1: this is exactly why I gave it to
0: I you. hate you so much
1: I like coming of age movies
0: I don't like them I'm not a fan but
1: but you like this I love this movie yeah.
0: I love this movie. so you do like it's, coming of age it's great. movies
1: I like
3: I like vampire movies Nate do you think though that Army Hammer would love this movie?
1: Yes. Oh no! Well, because she's not really eating the flesh,
0: <laughs> and cracking the bones and sucking out the marrow. Yeah, exactly. She's she's a bloodsucker. sucker. Uh, no, it's also I think Brad. Uh, you know, there's a bit of revenge here, mm-hmm. and so that's also why I really enjoyed it.
1: Yeah. No, this movie is really good, and it's uh, it's actually a remake of a Swedish movie called Let the Right One In. I I, actually, I still I haven't seen that. the original, um, but I I love this one, and this is directed by Matt Reeves. Uh, who also directed uh, um, one of the uh, newer Planet of the Apes movies. Um, he also directed the Batman recently as well and no it's so.
0: it's very it's very good um I was never bored watching it. I really again I love Richard Jenkins I think he's fantastic uh yeah no overall I give it a, a very high score very good
1: yes you heard that here Ben loves a coming of age movie as you should <sighs> as well you should.
3: What else, Brad? Hey, what'd you, what'd you watch for the week before that you well, didn't watch, but Je- you watched? <laughs>
1: so, Jeff, have you seen Let Me In? I have not, no. Oh, see, we got to fix that. Right I now. haven't either, Jeff. You're fine.
0: It's hey, good. You, no, it's, seriously. It's October. You guys should be watching all these horror movies.
1: Jeff, what, what's the... So, you, when we talked recently before off the podcast, you had said that you hadn't been to theaters in a long time. Just for a frame of reference. Well, right. there,
3: there was a pandemic.
1: Well, besides, but besides that, we, we've been to theaters. <laughs> What, when was the last time you went to the theaters before?
0: Was it to see Bullet? Well, Rock? I
2: mean, we saw we started We saw all the movies this summer. I mean, all the big bossquesters. We saw. He told me
0: he hadn't seen Thor and seen tough Brad, he, he uh, actually previously in the in the podcast tonight he said he, he saw Thor. Yeah,
1: but but previously he told me he hadn't been a long he time. Says, Why do you lie, Brad? Why does Jeff lie,
0: Nate?
2: Been. I can't watch movies at home though. So, I mean, like, we've taken some trips this summer. So we saw like, okay, Top okay. Gun and Jurassic, Jurassic Kingdom, and, oh, and all of that. But, but no, I went from, um, I was going to say Dick Jewell, but that's not true. Richard Jewell. <laughs> in, <laughs> Dick Jewell would have been some a better of us title. As, some of us know him. I, I, saw, yeah. I went from Richard Jewell in December of 19 all the way until I want to say West Side Story. So that was, that was, a long time between movies in the theater. That was, that was, uh, yeah.
1: That That's, that's a good... I mean, that was like two years. Yeah, that is a good so. two years, yeah. Wow. Yeah. That's, a, that's pretty impressive. But you still saw, you saw movies when they came out on home video eventually, or... I mean, home I video. <laughs> when, home video. Yeah, home video. video home, a home video the is the overarching. Did term. you rent
0: him from the blockbuster yeah, No, I saw. Listen, I saw Frailty on home video on the VHS tape.
1: Well, yeah, but mm-hmm. I. But then I saw the Batman on home video because it came out at home and it's a video that I watched. Oh
0: my, oh so my fuck yourself. That's not how they <laughs> we say things, Grandpa. You're wearing a Sleepless in Seattle shirt. The kids are going to stop. This is a
3: vintage shirt. The kids are going to stop listening to this podcast if we don't get
0: cool. All right, hey Ben, go twerk or something. I'm showing. I'm showing Jeff. This is a vintage sleepless okay, in Seattle shirt. Showing t-shirt. Jeff, but nobody else on the podcast. Can I see don't Jeff. give a fuck right now. Jeff needs to see the, how cool this shirt is. Listen, right?
1: it's not. A I bad love shirt. it, man. I like the shirt. I wish it was a different
0: color. It's literally. I got it from a vintage shop in Denver. Like I this know. is a this no, is no. From ni- the 90s. No, no. I know. I,
1: I was gonna say. I guarantee you, it's a like a full on promotional shirt that they it gave is. away. Absolutely.
0: But it's it needs to be a different color. <sighs> anyway, moving on. Jesus Christ. Uh, yeah, no, know, uh, leave no trace. Yes, yeah, so we both leave have watch no this. trace. I was yeah, supposed I to watch. I was to supposed to watch it last week. I I didn't, and and so I did. I made up for it. And I uh, man, almost fell asleep. Are you kidding me? I'm not joking.
1: It is a slow burn of a movie. It's I so boring. There's no I, there's no stakes. Whoa, whoa, whoa! It's I didn't say big. it was boring. It's no, I, I. Sorry, love, sorry. You don't guys. You guys I don't like this movie. I love I this movie. No, 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 no. I, no, did, no, I didn't dislike this movie. Brad, at why why do you hate this movie? Listen, I don't like families.
0: <laughs> so I loved this movie when it was better And called Captain Fantastic
1: Oh, that now I'm not going to No, 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 no. Oh, First of my all, word. Captain Fantastic is a completely different kind of movie It's about a huge family And it's it, it's more of an indie comedy This is very much a a drama And it's very, very specifically much. focused On a father and, and daughter It is about Ben Foster uh, And Thomasin McKenzie who, who is kills it, both yeah. of those kill it Thomasin and McKenzie is the girl from Jojo Rabbit um and it follows them because they they he's a, a veteran and he has basically raised her um as a homeless family essentially they live in the woods in in Oregon and he's
3: got severe PTSD yeah
1: severe PTSD mm-hmm. and they they he they both live a perfectly you know fine existence living in the woods in Oregon they have like a whole tent system set up they have ways to cook they have ways to keep their food cool they they hunt and stuff like that but then uh they're not really allowed to do this especially when it's on federal parkland and so authorities find them uh, they try to put them back in society, finding them a place to live, and so they have to live more like we are accustomed to, and it just doesn't really uh, work for him still, but his daughter kind of likes it, and so you have this generational story of like, you know, your your parents live this way, they want you to live this way, but you want to live a different way, and it's, the, it's that conflict between them and figuring out what's best for each other.
3: And th- this is why I love the film, because it was telling a story that I think so many people know is... You care so deeply about your parents, but you can see yourself moving away from them yeah. in their beliefs, in their behaviors, these kind of things. But you still feel a debt to them in some Absolutely. weird way, e- even when sometimes you shouldn't, right? Mm-hmm. Like, and and so I just I love this film. I'm I'm disappointed you didn't love this.
0: I just there's there are uh, a lot to take away from this film in insofar as the acting is superb. It is, and they the universe that they build, they stay within it, and it's there is a point to everything that they're doing i get it but i i feel like if if you're making a movie and you're trying to get to a boiling point where like the pot is going to over it's going to spill over because there's some tension and some stakes they just this is on a simmer the entire time and it ends on a simmer if captain phillips is allowed to end the movie and that's the reason it gets an academy award nomination because at the end something really big a big speech happens and now that gives tom hanks an academy award presentation at the end of this movie there's a back and forth between the father and the daughter and it's like all right well Uh and it's not it's not huge there's i didn't want to cry i didn't i didn't feel that emotional response it's just it's a a simmer man it it didn't make me
1: it didn't make me cry but i still had an emotional response for sure because and like honestly not everything has to come to a boil because that's not always how life is either you know like
3: sometimes sometimes you have so what's this movie then what's this for honestly this movie stuck with me longer and it didn't make me cry and i cry easily you guys know that but um it stuck with me because of the i thought about how difficult it could have been for her right um i thought about i wonder if she thinks a a lot about where her dad is now because i mean really yeah he's off grid these kind of things i'll tell you this the reason i saw this film because it came out i think in 2018 Mm -hmm. um and at the end of 2018 it was on like everyone's best of list like it was a lot at the top of many of them it was in the top 10 of many of them and i thought i've never even heard of this film and I don't know. May- maybe just uh, some films. Just uh, many I've seen critically loved films that I didn't love.
0: I'm not saying. And by the I, way, I know, I know I like
3: this. Film. I, know, I know I don't you, hate yeah, it. I'm saying, not, I'm not, it doesn't not the,
0: sound like it. It's not the worst. <laughs> it sounds like it
1: didn't boil your macaroni. It's just it's. Uh, what are the stakes? Hold on. It, oh, wait, Jeff, Jeff. Jeff.
2: Yeah, Jeff's Jeff, time in here. Hey, Okay, go ahead. I, can I? Geek, can I geek things up just for a hot second? Absolutely. Yep. So, so one of the things that when I when I talk to my students about writing, um, we look at like. The narrative structure i mean you guys like exposition rising action climax right and we talk about how that was modeled um kind of indirectly after the male sexual experience which is why stories that are told by men sort of have that dominant narrative structure with the single climax the uh the result you know the the denouement the um unfolding action all this stuff which is also what i understand what you're saying go ahead well, no, because I mean, this movie was written by a woman. Yeah, it was it's directed actually by a woman. Written
1: and directed by the same woman, Debbie Granick. So that was right. And yeah. so
2: it's it's there's there's something to be said about narratives that are constructed by by females that they don't align with that sort of single climax, rising action to the boiling point structure. Mm. Which I'm not trying to disagree with Ben. I'm trying to prove Ben's point. No, don't that. His his criticism of this film is indicative of the fact that it was not written and directed by a guy,
1: and the fact that, and the fact that Ben loves his fucking jizz movies. That's that's that what I was saying at all. Like I just I want there <laughs> to be stakes in a film, like you know, like oh yeah, of course a man wants stakes in a movie. Stakes,
0: stakes <laughs> and sex. <laughs> oh, red here it comes. It was red meat, mm-hmm, red the, meat and jizz. It's the same reason why I think this is an acting class. This is these are. Very good performers that are interacting together, and it's fantastic. Just like Licorice Pizza, that was an amazing no. acting class, mm-hmm. but that had no point. Shut and up, I, Nate. No, and this I, was much I better than Licorice Pizza. I didn't like the no, movie at all. No. Stop it.
3: Uh, it was better. Uh, again, though, and I, I that 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 was a really interesting point, by the way, about like, and maybe that's why it felt it did feel different to me. This film did feel different to me. Yeah. Um, and, and because it was it was more emotional, right? It wasn't. You've got this army PTSD guy. Who probably has done some things in his life, but it wasn't about the things that he could do. Right? right? It right. wasn't. It wasn't like Liam Neeson kind of. You know, like I'm going to protect my daughter. It was a man that clearly has some mental this, and emotional instability and this is how we live we're comfortable a daughter that really loves him yeah. but also knows that she's moving away from this hey dad um,
0: dad just put your hands over the bees do you feel the warmth of the hive and the togetherness is warm and good yeah that's a
1: fucking beautiful scene it's like <laughs> it's so
0: it's so on the nose it's, it's, it's not so it's, fucking in your face no Jesus no, no i, I just I disagree. I disagree i disagree
1: entirely i think it was done very well and i think it's it's a beautiful sentiment. Um, I also think that, like, I I like what Jeff says, too, because, like, it's this idea that, like, not every every issue you have or, like, confrontation you have is going to, like, turn into uh, a shouting match or, like, it's going to be this thing where, like, we have to have an all out fight to, like, really decide where we're going to be. But, like, they understand each other because they've been together. Like, they've lived like this their whole lives and like he knows that she can't live like this anymore and she knows this is the only way he can live without just
0: have the bee sting her and then she goes into anaphylactic shock and they have to rush her to the hospital and he realizes the error of his ways he can't be off the grid all the time because she's almost killed my daughter because i didn't know about that about Uh, her and he's complaining about being on the nose i'm just kidding (laughs) but that's again it was just there was a lot of like this you know i get it i get what you're going for it's Ow. Did you watch this at
1: a time when like you had other stuff to do, so you were like, oh, come on, i got to get through this movie? No, I, I watched it on the plane, oh,
3: well, coming that's... back. Uh, it, it, it's fair. And I had nothing no, to do, and no I, stared at, the, I no stared at the fucking thing. It, it's fair, right? It's fair that not everyone lo- loved this movie, and it is. A sl- it can be a slow burn, but I, I, I don't even know if it's a slow, slow burn, because there's a lot happening. Yeah. But it is an emotionally different type of film I'm being Those contrarian
0: are, on purpose for comedy here but at the end of the day I think that they're great actors and they acted very well And the and again the universe they built they existed within it perfectly it just it didn't do anything like I thought it would do
1: it didn't get you rock hard
0: no it did like you like your movies I, I like to be rock hard watching family films with fathers and daughters yes. <laughs> <laughs> Jeff I assume you
1: haven't
2: seen leave no trace uh, no, but I, I was at an IMAX theater and not like a cool one, like a, a museum IMAX theater. So like the trailers for like Panda movies and icebergs <laughs> and stuff. And this, they actually, we were watching like an IMAX movie on like dolphins or something. And uh, they actually showed a trailer for leave no trace. And I'm like, well, this oh. is odd. Cause usually they don't show like movies like that at, at, you know, a museum. Yeah. Um, or trailer song. But I remember thinking like, this looks interesting. In, in Ben's defense, I will say, this looks like a... Vi- I mean, even from the trailer, I'm like, this looks like an incredibly slow burn. It looks like an incredibly deep character piece where nature oh, yeah. is a character. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and I wanted to see it so badly that 4 years later I still have not seen it. So <laughs> yeah. that's, there, there
1: and you know there's a lot of movies like that too like even even somebody like like me who like it's my job to watch a bunch of movies but like the, and this was a movie like Nate said it was on a lot of best of lists it was acclaimed the year it came out and I wanted to go out of my way to see it but I just I never got around to it you know like so I didn't even watch it until just well, now when Nate Nate told me to watch it so
2: there's there's not a doubt in my mind that I would appreciate it there's also not a doubt in my mind that I would not enjoy it and um So I don't know if you wouldn't
1: if you would wouldn't uh, enjoy it necessarily. I think this is the kind of movie that actually you would enjoy and appreciate because it's that one that breaks your heart.
0: So, okay, yeah, here's my take maybe after all this conversation, after the first 30 minutes, I like that's what the movie is and it's never going to change. And so if you get Mm -hmm. what it is in the first because the payoff is, is it's not a payoff. It's the same. So it's like I get what this movie is. I see where they're going with it. Disagree, right? I disagree. could probably write the ending based on this, you know, thirty me and minutes.
1: Me and, for the for the visuals that aren't there for people, uh, me and Nate were shaking our heads. And if we had beads inside them, they would be rattling a lot. Uh, well,
3: I, 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 I do I disagree, I, mean, I, I disagree with that. But again, I, I respect your opinion on this, Ben. Because I mean, I don't. I don't think you're totally off. I just when I wrote it, and maybe it emotionally hit me at the right time, right? Because some films just emotionally hit yeah. you at the right time. Uh, I just really love the beauty of loving someone and separating from someone, whether it's a friend or a family member or somebody you care deeply about, that you know that your life is
2: pointing in two different directions. Maybe that's
0: it. Maybe I just I cut people out pretty easily, <laughs> and so that's <laughs> Jeff. That.
2: Jeff, you were going to say something. Well, it just it also doesn't. It seems like it seems like the worst possible movie to watch on a plane. And again, I'm saying <laughs> it really like, does. <laughs> not, <laughs>
1: really, it is not, not one I would yeah, watch. Yeah, don't watch I mean, don't watch quiet movies on a plane, buddy.
0: I don't. I mean, like, you know, I get, just, the, I get the listen. I got the Beats by Dre headphones on, mm-hmm. noise cancel. Yeah. You know, I got that. the The screen is on full brightness, Tilt. so I can see it. Yeah. You know, because the because the guy uh, the window seat is it's it's it the the shades up, so there is clearly a glare on the screen the whole time.
1: Sheet down, shades up. That's the way you like to book.
0: All right, time out. We got to get quick the trailers. Quick trailers. Yep.
1: <sighs> I don't want to do quick. We don't have mean,
0: to do
3: quick, but we're not going to be able to do a
0: game.
1: No, well, we're going to have another conversation anyway, but maybe we'll just save that for a different, I don't know, we'll see. We'll we'll save let, it to honestly, me. let's
0: do Last Man Satan at the end of this and be done, because we, we have to save that for that. because that'll be another 20 minutes, and we can't go over. Shh,
1: shh, shh. Well, I, I, we gotta
3: get through trailers
0: still. Well, that's what I'm say. saying. Okay, we gotta do trailers and then play. All right, Last we Man.
1: watched a couple trailers. Uh, one of them is for an upcoming miniseries on Netflix. We're sticking with the spooky season style of things. Ooh, ooh, ooh that's the ghost sound that Nate does. Um, we it's called uh the Cabinet of Curiosities. Game of
0: Curiosities.
1: Did you tell Jeff to
0: watch these trailers, by the way?
1: I did at the last minute because I forgot. (laughs) Uh, Guillermo del Toro's Cabin of Curiosities. uh, Guillermo Guillermo del Toro is a fantastic filmmaker. Uh, He's done stuff like Hellboy and he's also done stuff like Pan's Labyrinth and The Shape of Water. Uh, both very prestigious acclaimed films and uh, now he's curated this series of uh, horror stories that he's letting a bunch of other directors take a crack at and he's bookending them kind of like a like his own Twilight Zone in a way uh, and this is the kind of stuff I love to see Guillermo del Toro do so I'm super excited about this what did you guys think
2: of the trailer Jeff just,
1: we're gonna start with okay. you
2: you're gonna start with me yeah uh, okay so <laughs> I'm a I'm a I'm a Guillermo del Toro fan from way back. I I think Pan's Labyrinth is a movie I saw in the theaters tied for my most of any movie of all time. I think I saw it four times. Wow. Really? I, I, think, in a, I, I think in a two week period. I mean, I, nice. I, plowed, I saw it on a Friday, Saturday and I think it went back the next Friday, Saturday and watched it again. Nice. Um, I've shown it in my film class. I mean, this is a film I, I adore and I followed all of his, his career since then. Um, I, I watched this trailer, uh, Way in advance of this podcast, because Brad gave me plenty of time. <laughs> and I think it was, I, I mean, I, I'm ecstatic, but I did not know this was coming. I think this is what, right in his wheelhouse. I think this is something a filmmaker does when they get to a point in their career where they can truly just take on a fun passion project. And it, it seems like we're definitely going back to some of his, um, there, there are some visual homages to what he was doing in pans. Mm-hmm. Definitely. He's got his visual aesthetic there. Um, there are some, some interesting narrative, not not narrative departures, but visual departures that I've not really seen. Um, but I'm excited about it. And I just love the idea of, of this curation of stories. Um, I think it harkens back to like what Brad just said, the twilight zone also in Brad, I'm blanking on it. What was that show in the eighties that was sort of like a precursor to goosebumps and are you afraid of the dark? It was like a series. Was it called like amazing stories? Yes. Yep. Amazing. Yeah. Yeah. They redid that.
1: And, and that's, and that's where a lot of filmmakers kind of got their start too. people like Steven Spielberg, Robert Zemeckis was on that. Yeah. Right. They directed a lot of episodes um, of
2: that. So this looks, this looks right up my alley. And I, I, I'm not sure I could be happier for this Halloween season like to right watch up your, all right up your nightmare
0: alley. Oh. My, it's right on my nightmare alley.
1: <laughs> oh, it's a game yeah, you
0: that I've never seen a trailer in which uh, <laughs> the director is standing next to an actual cabinet. Of curiosity, of curiosity, like this is it's, my cabinet. <laughs> no, it was. I liked it. It was just really it's fun. Hitchcockian, though. No, no it, exactly. Hitchcock would do, and that. that's yeah. exactly. Was saying, it felt absolutely. very. Hitchcock-y. No, no. I, I apologize, but that came out uh, very Hitchcocky,
1: but less rapey.
0: <laughs> okay. Yeah. <laughs> I, I apologize if that came up like a slam. I loved it. Yeah, I thought yeah. It's such a great homage to. You're exactly right. J- exactly that. The mix of Hitchcock and uh, Twilight Zone it's an anthology basically
1: yeah it's it's a series Mm -hmm. of of uh horrors um how much
0: how much did he have he
1: uh he wrote one of them and he's the executive producer of the overall and did
0: and did some like um story on a lot of yeah yeah. because Like, like thematically and like it's like you know uh um nightmare before christmas wasn't necessarily a tim burton movie right but like and these aren't Guillermo del Toro movies, right? But they are, but they're
1: the stories that are essentially
3: told
0: like, in his theme. And, and yeah. some, some of them, probably four or five of them, are short stories,
3: like already written short stories. Gotcha. Some of them older, right? No, yeah, yeah. I'm on newer. I'm on board. I'm yeah. on board
1: so the f- sure. the filmmakers that are doing this, it's um, uh, the Baba Duke director Jennifer Kent, uh, Mandy director Panos Cosmatos, A Girl Walks Home Alone at Night uh, Anna Lily, Anna Lily Amirpour, uh, and Thirteen director Catherine Hardwick. They're doing. Uh, and then stories. they've got some
3: writers there that are working with again. So I think it was a very collaborative project with Guillermo de Toro. And so they the, a lot of good writers in there too.
0: The you said the writer yeah. of the Ron Howard movie about the <laughs> people in the cave no, wrote no, this. No, no, no. You no, no, no. nope. Thir- nope. said thirteen. You got a stupid Thirteen. Face. Thirteen lives. Oh, 13 yeah. Thirteen lives.
1: <laughs>
3: <laughs> and it's got a great cast too and all of these like just there's the, just some there's just there's some really exciting
0: things I think sure. in this trailer no, this is it's gonna incredible be it's okay. gonna be great on board um, everybody's gonna watch it right you're watching it oh yeah, yeah. it's gonna be great it comes out yep. on uh, yep. Netflix
1: yep. starting on October 25th just just before Halloween comes So not just plan.
0: starting the whole thing drops on October 25th oh, I,
1: I just mean that it'll be airing yep. starting on guys
0: Halloween. spoiler alert that's the next trailer we're watching
1: Ah, Ah, that's true. We 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 watched that first movie called Spoiler Alert, Alert. and it's because the main character dies at the end. (laughs) (laughs) Mm.
0: So it's a it's a it's a sequel to John dies at the end.
1: Uh, I'm not joking. That's actually why the movie is called Spoiler Alert. I get it. Yeah, it's not a joke, buddy.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Jesus Christ!
3: It's based on a book called Spoiler Alert: The Hero Dies. Yeah, exactly.
2: Jeff, what did you think about Spoiler Alert? So I thank you again for for this one. I really so it looks at first glance, it looks like the new Billy Eichner movie um, kind of, I forget what that's called. Bros. bros. Um, A little bit. Yeah. A little more, a little more serious version of that. Obviously Um, I watched the trailer and it, it does take a a hard pivot about two thirds of the way through um, to sort of bring out the title. The thing I'm appreciating about it is it, it seems like we're coming out with these, no pun intended, this, these genre or these films that, the sexuality of the characters is not really a factor. Mm-hmm. And now we can tell stories with, with queer folks whose narratives um, tr- transcend their queerness. And this is not a story about two gay men. This is a story about two men and they are in a relationship and, and they fall in love and then spoiler alert, dot, dot, dot. But I, it's, it's refreshing to see queer representation on film where the dominant conflict is not family isolation or social ostracization yeah. or coming out or being in the closet. So I I just I it was it was refreshing to see. Um and I will I will see it. It looks good.
1: Yeah, I agree. Ben, how about you?
2: Did
0: uh, this this boil your pot. <laughs> <laughs> this this boils my pot. Uh so Bailey and I watched this trailer together and she said, you know, this this is it looks like a lot of movies that I've seen before which which you know the the, the partner they fall in love. One of them is dying. Mm-hmm. And so what's different about this, obviously, and to your point, Jeff, that it, it's not about being gay. Um, we've seen Philadelphia. We've seen movies about being gay. And that is the, that's the, the only one Ben seen. <laughs> 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 no, it, 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 no, it's it, it's it's fun to watch an entire film in a trailer. And that's why I liked it. Right. <laughs> So I don't need to see the film because I watched the trailer and literally everything happens. I will say it, the whole movie happens, but in this I will trailer. say it's like, it's like, leave no trace. I, <laughs> I'm not going to, I'm not joking though. Like I, I, this movie looks great, but I could have done with the trailer being like cut halfway through. I get it. Spoiler alert. So you've got to right. kind of say what it is, but I really feel like I watched the entirety of the film. I don't know that I need to watch this.
1: You know, I, I, on some, sometimes I agree with that that kind of feeling when you see a trailer and it feels like it tells you the whole movie. But like there are also movies I think that transcend the like what it's telling you in the trailer because so much more comes from the experience of spending more time with those characters sure. and digging into, the, into sure. the story. So like I don't necessarily always hate if a trailer is like telling me everything I need to know going into it because it's it, it is about the experience of I think seeing the overall story for me. That's fair.
2: This is sort of, one of those. It's times. sort of daring yeah. you. It's it's sort of daring you though to, to, to play with it. Right. Yeah. Like as, as somebody who's, I mean, Brad, I know you're the same way, but it's like as somebody who's experienced loss. It's like, you have a choice when you're, when you're confronted with that, like you can either run away or you can sort of just say like, well, this is my life now. And I think when a movie throws all its cards down and tells you, this is what I am. Um, it, it, I think it's kind of neat sometimes cause it's saying, you know, there's no surprises here. You you have a choice to make. Yeah. Um, so i don't know yeah gotta, ben I, i'm a sucker for you guys should know this by
3: now i'm a sucker for a christmas rom-com uh where the person dies in it uh there's <laughs>
0: <everyone>. <laughs> like that's the like a very uh, specific like, genre no no and honestly his top four are the santa claus <laughs> and the family uh, stone love actually yeah uh and uh christmas <laughs> with the cranks yeah and, and, and the ref
1: and uh, dead at christmas <laughs> I,
3: I will say this too
0: I, I trust Michael Showalter I think he, he's done some good things I, I will think. say when I saw that he was directing I, I, I got back on mm-hmm. like yeah. I should probably watch it. have you
1: seen this. The Big Sick Ben?
0: <laughs> you,
1: you know I God. haven't you son of a bitch yet, <laughs> yeah, have you yeah. really not? no he has I forced him it took him for me forever to get him to watch it because he kept putting and it, it well, off
0: well because his stupid fucking name is all over the goddamn thing like best movie of the year, Brad Omen, bleh, the whatever. Quote, the
1: quote was the most authentic romantic comedy in years.
0: But he yeah. also did Eyes of Tammy Faye. Did you see that one? I loved that movie. Okay, you yeah.
1: love The Eyes of Tammy sorry, Faye?
0: I loved uh, Chastain's performance as Tammy Faye. Okay, so that's I, I two different statements. You're right. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I apologize. <laughs> but I misspoke. I, I, I loved her you performance. You know what
3: I didn't love about this trailer, though, is I, I wasn't sure about Jim Parsons. Uh, honestly, I because I when I see Jim Parsons, I, Bazinga! This is no honestly <laughs> even even earlier than that I see him as his role in garden State, <laughs> the, the garden State. I do <laughs> I do um and and that's, that's even worse tough. that's tough to get over yeah it is tough to get over and so um but I ended up starting to really love him through this trailer no like and um, so
0: to everybody's point and to my chagrin here I will admit the the fact that the trailer was longer actually did build a bit of like oh Man, I kind of already feel for these characters, and now I want to see what happens. Yeah, it, I'm going to see. So it, I was a talking a bit, movie. Of, uh, talking um, a bit of shit, but I will say that actually did work because at the end of it, Bailey and I looked at each other and we're like, "Oh, well, that that looked really good." You know,
3: no, it, it looks good. I, I'm, yeah. I'm looking forward to seeing it, and I will see it. And and again, and and again, I, to, to the points that have been made about LGBT inclusion, these kind of things, and the importance of that. It is a it is a movie, a rom com slash heartbreaker kind of thing. But also, the story hasn't been told about. There's, I think, a scene in there about where he goes to the hospital, right? And before, right? Because uh, you know, this this actually is a true story. But this was this happened before many states have legalized um, gay marriage, same-sex yeah. marriage, and so you know, these were real struggles. And, and and it's okay to say that in a film, right? It's okay to right. to point that because that's a part of a love story, a real love story that I think needs to be also told. Yeah. So I
1: agree. So yeah, two two good things coming up. We got a miniseries, and we got one, uh, when the spoiler alert come out, Nate. Uh,
3: December sixteenth, nationwide. It'll go, I think, a week before some places, but nationwide yeah. on December sixteenth.
1: There you go. There you go. All right, cool. So, do we want to play a game then? Yeah, let's do Last Man Stand with Jim Parsons. Oh boy, that's that was fast. <laughs> All right, I'll start. Garden State. <laughs> uh, okay, so uh, J- Jeff, um, if you haven't heard, because I don't know how many episodes you listen to, uh, sometimes we play a game called Last Man uh, Standing where we uh, take the name of an actor or an actress, sometimes a filmmaker, but usually an actor and actress, uh, and we just go around the horn naming movies that uh, they were in or that they directed potentially sometimes.
0: We actually renamed this game, by the way, but we did. I can't remember what the new name is because it's been a while. It's called role play. Yeah, we play role play no. now.
1: But anyway, uh, so we're, we just go around the horn naming movies they were in until you can't. And if you can't, you're out. And uh, we are sticklers about the title. Uh, so you can't say Pirates of the Caribbean okay. 2 you have to say Pirates of the Caribbean uh that's Electric my d- dandy. Uh <laughs> um hey Jeff
3: you, you you will beat me at this game cuz I suck at it. So go ahead. He's
1: very bad at it.
0: Nate okay. is
1: atrocious at So game. yeah. So which uh who do we who do we want to do? Uh,
0: Jeff do you have a, 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 who's an a, an actor or actress large body of work? Who's one of your favorites? It's just big body of work. Oh, so, so so we're not doing Jim Parsons. Oh okay. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> he was ready for
1: Jim Parsons
0: um also right, uh, uh, um, by the way just real quick um i know you're you're zooming in here but um you can't look at your phone or your tablet or your computer to look up these answers and
1: we only have to say this because uh, our co-host nate, nate thought that, that he, he was looked it up and that. cheated
0: okay okay the first time so, so he, it's you know, a so it's the a reading rules were not given to before
1: yeah exactly and he's he's not okay. too good at reading but he still used it to cheat
0: anyway jeff, uh jeff you got a, you got a, an actor actually in mind you you, you like somebody uh, I mean, can we just say Sigourney Weaver just for Google? Sure. Why not? Absolutely. I, I love. Guess I'll start. I love. Um, <laughs> yeah, and actually, we will start with, we'll Nate. start with Nate. You know, we'll go Nate. We'll go Jeff. We'll go Brad. Me, and then we'll go Jeff. Okay. Um, because don't do that. No, because Nate won't be able to come no, up. No a second. Oh, oh, <laughs> oh, okay, I
3: got you. I got to get one in. Yeah, I get one in. <laughs> all right. So and we'll, I'll go with aliens.
0: So, 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 so. Nate Sorry. Says,
1: what, what did you say? What did you say? So nervous.
0: Now, no, what, what did you say?
3: Aliens. Oh, okay. A- I want to make sure
1: that you said th- that one. And now okay. I'm like,
3: yeah. I'm, is there like a, a subtitle
0: to aliens? No, no, no. no. <laughs> no. Aliens. They're going to get you. So, okay. uh, Jeff, uh, Nate has said aliens. What would you like to say?
2: Oh, well, we'll just go to the singular then. What is that? Alien. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> like I said, Brad's a stickler.
0: He really is. So you have to say That's the right, title. Right, okay. You do. <laughs> uh, I. <laughs> yeah uh, we'll say the singular well the singular was not a movie that a you know
1: and because, because i would like to to help, maybe help our our good friend yes nate i'm gonna say alien resurrection okay,
0: okay. What, 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 how's that gonna help me though uh well it, would, it won't help that you're on your computer right now i Just promise scrolling. you i am
3: not on. Uh, okay. Uh, okay. It makes me
0: nervous um i will say finding dory nice it's a,
1: it's a pretty deep cut but yeah
3: and I will bow out at that point. Oh, come on, Nate! Give me a hint.
1: But one of the movies all is right. all over TV this month, <laughs> and one would argue that it's on
0: AMC at least once every weekend. <laughs> Who still has cable? I, I, what? I have. I have right, YouTube YouTube so TV. is literally out. A uh, Jeff. Jeff. Go okay. ahead,
2: buddy. Um, I'm going to go with. Uh, I'm going to go with Heartbreakers. So, it's a great. It is a good one. Money. It's
1: a good pull. I'm going to just uh, know that. I don't even know. What I'm going to just
2: go with is. Ghostbusters.
3: Good oh, didn't yeah, that's a good, no good one. That's a good one. I'm
0: gonna go with Ghostbusters Two. Good, that's, a,
3: that's another Damn good one.
1: It. Yeah, yeah. Jeff oh, Spanky, it's on back on you, buddy.
3: Hey, the um, new Ghostbusters. She, uh, I think, is in there too, Jeff.
0: Okay, so we've actually never covered this with Nate. <laughs> you are literally not allowed to do that. You uh, can't he, did, give, he literally phoned a friend. He you, you, literally. No, but you can't. This do isn't that. Who wants to be a millionaire? You Can't do that. Ever. Don't Wait, ever happened? do that again. Nothing, Jeff. You're fine.
2: All right. Um... Oh, I shoot.
0: Oh, Brad, you're going to
2: baby mama. Yes. Holy I think, shit. I, yes.
3: I believe yes. You're, I'm a, you're. I think I'm no, no, double wait, check. Wait, I'll check. Oh, yeah, I yeah. will check.
2: Yeah. Uh, I believe I'm pretty, pretty sure. sure you're right.
3: Yeah. I'm pretty sure she's in baby mama. Yeah. Uh, the judges are checking right now
0: and you're correct.
1: Yeah. Okay. Mm.
0: Nicely done. <laughs> <laughs> Nicely done.
1: Ghostbusters answer the call. How'd you know that, Brad? Oh, well, fucking Nate said it, but I knew it before that. <laughs> I was say, you didn't do
0: that one. Oh, uh, yeah. Uh, let's go with... Oh, God,
1: boy. Try one of the movies that she's in. That's a <laughs> I know, place to start. yeah.
0: Uh, I'm blanking currently, and that's not a good look for me, is it? Mm, I mean, uh, I could give you a hint. Galaxy Quest.
2: There you go. That's a good one. Oh, good one. I, I, I'm out.
0: No, come <laughs> on. We'll give you... Sometimes she wears a hat yeah everyone saw she wear some bracelets you know she looks like she looks good in a skirt well okay that was weird Sorry. Wow. i'm so wow. sorry it that was She looks, looks real good in a nope. skirt nope nope that i like what
1: just- she wears those dresses with the roughly <laughs> shoulder beds no oh, jesus now i gotta cut that yeah you just thank made you work That's for me. exactly thank you jeff you got something buddy no i'm d- I, i'm done
0: i can't oh, do it sad. hey you made a lot more than i did so way to go all right brad what's your next one buddy
1: uh alien three yeah, it's just called Alien Three. It sure it is. You tried to do that for Nate, and if you want to be technical about it, it's Alien Tiny Three.
0: Because, yeah. <laughs> like, so Brad said, Alien Resurrection, which is the fourth one, Nate. Yeah. So he's trying to. No, I know. But, uh, no, but, I'm Brad, but the... Nate thought that it was the third one, and that's why he didn't want to say it. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, that's right,
1: anyway, no, no, no. right. All right. I don't think you would have gotten
0: it anyway. No, you wouldn't. All right. So Sigourney Weaver, you know, very famous actress, done a lot of things. Um.
1: And he's taking a sip of his drink he's thinking he's looking up at the the lights or the curtains Ooh, I got a couple good ones he's looking around the podcast room he's got his tongue on the roof of his mouth he is he looks confused Man.
2: i think he's finding forgotten finding dory was good finding dory was good yeah was but you really shot good.
1: your load early you let your pot boil uh, yeah. <laughs> you stop saying that as a thing that's not even a thing <laughs> now it is <laughs> oh, damn it
3: uh all right um so uh, you do have to pick today. We've got
1: another podcast. Yeah, what are there. you doing? Like, this is this is grounds for loss. It's just really hard to
0: think of you don't get to do
3: this, all right? You don't get to do this. You don't get to just take all the time
1: you want. Hey, I just,
3: I like calm, spending,
0: calm down. I, I like spending time <laughs> with Jeff, and <laughs> as soon as I lose, then it means we got to go, and I don't want to do that.
1: I, I'm going to tell you, even if you stall, Jeff's going to leave, because he's going to get sick of this really <laughs> quick.
3: Uh, I'm about ready to leave, and then when <laughs> I leave, the podcast is over, because
0: I'm recording. That's fair. Uh, let me see if I can just pull one out here real quick, and if I can't, Brad, you are the winner. Five,
1: four, three, two,
0: two one. one, bam! Be cool. I don't think so. Okay, we'll try it. Maybe, maybe just look. I'm just kidding. She's you, not in that.
3: You. I mean, you've got to. No, there's no. There's no
2: even like small part for her. In that. <laughs> Brad, you. <laughs> Do you have any more? Brad, yeah, He's has got only nine.
1: More. Uh, well, I got he <laughs> she, She's was been escaped. fucking everywhere.
2: I'm blanking. For I got. No I got working. No, I
3: know. I looked at the list, Ben, and I'm like, oh dear. Yeah, God. I got
1: working girl. Uh, I got Paul. Yeah, I didn't I, I Paul, about I thought Paul. about it because I know you love Paul. Um, that's all I have off the top of my head. I'm sure if I sat in like Oh, she was in,
3: she was in Avatar. Yep, oh, she was. oh, fuck.
1: You said that <laughs> earlier.
3: God damn it. And I had that locked and loaded in my brain like, I'm going to do that one. She was in Dave. You guys remember oh, Dave? Oh, I love she was yeah, in The Village. Uh, the Ice Storm. The Village, yeah. Good um, call. The guy. Gorillas in
1: the Mist. Yeah, that was another oh, one. Yeah. See?
3: Um, I'm a bad. Vantage Point. Bad Person. Be Kind Rewind wally chappy
1: chappy i'm chappy red <laughs> uh, red lights oh she's the The Meyerwitz stories the, the cabin in the woods <laughs> shit yeah you fucked this one up ben I but did. so did i so yeah i just didn't, couldn't think i really it.
3: I, wally! Nailed, I
0: nailed it though i That's nailed it brad oh he said that earlier oh. that was my guess jeff spanky thank you so much for taking like literally five five seven hours out of your night uh, hanging out with us. We really do appreciate you. Thank you. Do you have anything that you want to say? Any plugs you want to give? Any any businesses you want to support? People need to use their turn signal. What, what do you got, buddy? We haven't done this while. No,
2: this, this was a blast. I just think we should support the, the Mobla strawberry chunks and juice or whatever yep. sponsors tonight. Um <laughs> I
0: love it you, like, you say Mobla, Which which I thought was like he said Nambla. I'm like <laughs> yeah. wait, Like oh, the, the whole the we whole We wasted that episode. <laughs> the
3: whole time I thought <laughs> I'm like well this took a turn.
0: He literally said, you know, by the way, uh <laughs> Leave no Tris was directed by a woman and maybe that colored your view of the film. Also support Nambla. <laughs>
3: uh so <laughs> 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 well this this one goes into the
2: vault hey man
0: uh, no, but sincerely thank you so much for taking the time to work You're through so our so much better stupid than Brad. stupid audio issues early on thank you man Thanks for being here.
2: Oh, anytime, guys. I mean, I'd love to come back. So just uh, yeah. You know, now that, that now that know we know this works, we'll yeah. Uh, yeah, we'll definitely have. Obviously,
0: first, uh, first remote guest.
1: This is the well. So this is the first time we've ever done a podcast where we we weren't remote, but one person yes, was. Awesome. I, yeah, and so. it worked out
0: okay. Like we we, we, <laughs> we <actually laughs> now got, we the, got it. I think. The audio's fine. <laughs> so thanks, Jeff. I really do appreciate, it, buddy. Uh, Nate, uh, Brad, wh- where where can the people find you? Uh, find us at the 10 to 1 podcast because we start
3: a new podcast based on SNL this uh, week. Uh, we'll be a new season a of A new the podcast. season. Uh, and so uh, if you like what we do here, you'll like that on pro- pro- yeah.
1: probably. You know? slashroom.com yeah. uh, at Ethan underscore Anderton. Check out Slashfilm Daily Podcast and uh, just
0: keep up with all of uh, our bullshit. Five stars if you please rate and subscribe to the podcast. Yo, download it, guys. We, we really appreciate
1: it. Yeah, that. you're already here. Just tell your friends. Tell Come your friends. On. Come on. Come on. You're having
0: a good time. Yeah. You're killing
1: me. Jeff, did you have a good time? What a great time
0: <laughs> know, i'm like oh jeff's already gone <laughs> i did look down at the screen it's black He's like, anyway thanks again bye everybody bye
3: Nah, cheating i eh?